Check, 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 one, check, two. Check, 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 it's coming through. Did plan to uh, do this in the evening. And, uh, you know, because it's a bit more peaceful, it's a bit more quiet. Um, but then it's, it's fairly quiet very often around here. It really is. I am going to do the usual walk down by the harbour, the usual circuit. I'm just going to uh, take a little bit of a jaunt in the other direction first and have a look at the uh, have a look at the sea and the waves crashing there. Got that song in my head, you know. Raindrops on roses, whiskers on kittens. <laughs> I just can't get you out of my head. Can't get it. Can't get it out of my head. I really can't. Um, Red copper kettles, raw woolen mittens. Yeah, da, yeah, da, 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 da. Okay. Yep. Um, crossing over the uh, the old station. I I reckon this is where the train used to pull in. A long time ago. And uh, let off the passengers who wanted to go to the beach. It's a shame all those railway lines were ripped up because it really did provide a lifeline to the northeast of Scotland. Provided infrastructure and industry and transport networks are kind of vital for any form and any kind of human development really. And you know think about the businesses. I think about I think about the families that took trips and the kids who looked forward to uh, going to the beach and now people don't because all their entertainment is in the city. Yeah, got to keep everybody enclosed in a in a one kilometer square area. Well, not everybody, of course. You know, I'm just saying that cities tend to... Uh, to keep people in the city really with all the things going on there and I guess why not too I guess why not hey it's walks and walks and talks <laughs> walks with Wolfie right it's me and my alter ego here it's me and my other side We've all got another side. Thoughts we keep to ourselves. Things we don't say. It's uh, semi-high tide. Somebody walking down the beach with a dog. I'm wondering how they got there because there's no bridge over to this part of the beach. That's a bit of a mystery. It's a long walk the other way. Why not though? Get yourself some. Get yourself out. Get yourself some. Exercise. Look at that. His family just arrived down at the park by the beach, and the uh, the mother gets the gets the bike out of the back of the van for the for the kid. Super, super. It's the way it should be. Hopefully, um, I got this. Uh, Got this old mic that I'm using with a big sort of wind protector muffler thing on the end of it, so hopefully the wind's not going to have too much of an effect. If it's not too strong, that is, hopefully you'll be able to hear me. Now, as usual, these are just rambles and streams of consciousness and uh, ideas, philosophies, thoughts. Things racing through my mind that otherwise would disappear if I didn't try to capture them in some way. Is there any point to capturing them? Is it going to go anywhere? Um, 
I don't I don't really think so. Um, <laughs> there's this idea that uh, that you might have something that you think about or talk about that you want to go back to, I suppose. Um, there's also that, that future element as well, whereas where sort of in a year or maybe a little bit beyond that, you uh, you can look back and you can see where you were sort of psychologically, where you were mentally, where what, what you were thinking, how you were dealing with life and enjoying the things or or enjoying the problem, enjoying the problems. Yeah, enjoying the problems. Why not enjoy the problems? She's walking through the kids' park now. There's a little climbing frame. The rope, rope kind of. Uh, it's like a huge complex of geometrical spiders' webs. That's probably hard to imagine, but you can climb. I'm just going up to the top of it. You can climb right up to the top. I used to do this with the kids all the time. And watch the sea. If you're lucky on a good day, you might see some dolphins out there. Uh, <laughs> or uh, maybe some seals. Or the odd otter or birds diving for fish. I remember one of the very first pictures, because I take a lot of pictures with my camera. One of the very first pictures that I ever took was of the top of this this rope-based climbing frame. It looks like a star from the top, actually. It was right, right, this this pole that goes right up to the top. It's got a nice, rounded, smooth top part on it and where the ropes cross over. And I just thought it was a neat, smart design. It was one of the first pictures that I took. I don't know why that's important. It's obviously not important at all. Because um, the subject that popped into my head yesterday that might be worth thinking about is uh, is girls. I thought I'd talk about I thought I'd talk about girls, right? <laughs> Life needs all the G's. God, gold, guts, guns, and girls, of course. So I thought I'd flip back through the pages of the Book of Life and give you some insight. You, who is the you in the conversation? Yes, but who are you talking to? I remember, I'm going to get, I'm going to, get to the girls thing. Ooh, strong smell of fish coming up from the harbour there. <laughs> um, I'll get I'll get to the. Uh, do you want me to get to the girls thing first? There's so many so much stuff racing through my head. I'm not sure which element or topic to jump into first. Should we just go into the girls? We might come back to the other topic. There was something else that I wanted to share first. There's a wall. There's a wall down here by the sea. You can and and. Most people just walk past the wall, but if you climb over it, there's a ledge on the other side. And if it's a warm morning, you can catch the sun as the sun comes up. It's uh, it's amazingly beautiful. Also, if it's a rough day, the waves crash into the wall and splash right over the top, which is exciting if you're a kid. <laughs> right, girls, huh? What is the uh, what is the role of the other side? You know, when you're when you're young, when you're a boy to a certain extent, girls seem a bit of a mystery, and when you're a girl, boys seem a bit of a mystery. We're all human, we're all conscious, but we're different there. Like I was an only child, so I don't know what it means to have a brother or sister. I'm not sure what it means, like growing up next to a brother or sister. I imagine it's it's fun. A lot of stuff you can share, a lot of stuff you can learn. So, uh, uh, having three kids, 
myself, I've sort of seen how they interact and I've learned from those from those interactions. Uh, so I, I've got a little bit of an insight now, but growing up I had no idea, right? Absolutely none what, what it was like to have a brother or a sister. Uh, well, it looks like some kind of new boat's been parked here on the edge of the quay. Doesn't look like it's very safely perched on a, a couple of blocks of wood and a big piece of stone there. Um, so, yeah, girls were, were, were a mystery. And it was sort of inevitable that, that you were going to reach that point at some point where, as a boy, you were going to become interested in the girls. Um, that occurred for me, I guess, age 14, 15, sometime around then. It didn't really occur much because girls were, <laughs> when I was at primary school, girls were like, eh, a girl touched me. <laughs> eh, a girl tried to kiss me because we, we used to play, we used to play kiss, cuddle and torture in school. <laughs> What a great game! Kiss, cuddle, or torture. So the the either the girls would chase the boys or the boys would chase the girls. And uh, so if the boys were being chased by the girls, if it was a boy. If I got caught by a girl, they would say kiss, cuddle, or torture. And because of this sort of mindset that we'd grown up in in primary school, a lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us. You never wanted to kiss a girl. You never wanted to cuddle a girl. Um, so you'd always choose torture, which would be the girl kneeing you. You'd turn around and she would knee you several times on the backside. Um, there was probably a more torturous version where she kneed you on the front side. Um, I don't remember much about that, but I'll probably block that out. Um, but it's funny though, because we 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 train ourselves to run away from the girls. <laughs> it would flip at a certain point later in life where you would train yourself to be chasing all the girls. But uh, it, it's funny how you would not want to be caught by them when obviously being caught by them was much more fun. Knock, of course, some of the kids had figured it out themselves, right? They did. They, they, they were young, and for whatever reason, they'd figured out. I want to get caught, <laughs> right? And I want to get caught by her, and I want to get caught by him. And uh, I was funny how that would play out. <laughs> oh no, you caught me! How terrible! Kiss, kiss, cuddle, or torture. Uh kiss maybe <laughs> and you would have your fun oh well, here we are you'd have your fun at lunchtime or the break here we are at the uh, the end of the pier one of the ends of the pier there's there's a lot of ends <laughs> of the pier uh, it's all over the place um, I wonder if this it's hard to tell from sort of the, the earthly level view. I wonder if this, there's a sort of star fort system design here or not. Oh, the fighter fighter jets are back overhead. That's a pretty unusual line that uh, they've taken today. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, we'd be... Uh, We'd be playing around at school, we'd be chased by the girls, we'd play kiss, cuddle, or torture, and we'd never want to kiss or cuddle the girl. It's kind of crazy, because some of the girls were very nice. Some of the girls were very pretty, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know at which point that game ended. Uh, it definitely didn't continue through to the secondary school uh, 
grammar school, academy school level. <laughs> could you, could you imagine, could you imagine the chaos of uh, 15 to 17 year olds just running around playing that game? Uh, not a good idea. So, remember, school is for, school is for work. School is not for socializing. You know, head down, finish the test. No copying, no sharing. Because that would be terrible if you shared with people, right? Absolutely terrible. So, uh, huh, huh. that's that's one experience that comes to mind from primary school. Are there any others? There was a girl who had social problems. She wasn't in our school for very long. She, I remember she used to chase the boys a lot, all the time, even when we weren't playing <laughs> that game. That's bizarre how we remembered that. I remember there was the safety of the outdoor toilets, right? Uh, where the boys' toilet was the safe place for the boys and the girls' toilet was the safe place for the girls. I remember running in there one day to escape this crazy girl. And she ran straight in after me. <laughs> was me running in there thinking, I'm perfectly safe now, she won't come in. She ran straight in. That was an early lesson in the fact that not everybody follows the same set of rules in life. I suppose. Uh, I don't really remember too much, too many more experiences from from that time with uh, with uh, how it was in terms of relationships with girls. I guess some were friendly, others were not. Um, I remember I didn't make it to primary seven. Primary seven was the last year of primary. And for some reason, the school that I was in had a special class called primary six, seven, which was for pupils who should be in primary seven, but the school thought it would be better if they mixed with primary six for whatever reason. Maybe they were too distracted in primary seven or Maybe the teachers thought the courses might be too difficult for them. I'm not sure. It's probably some weird kind of social experiment. Um, so I remember, I remember that because we we sort of had a table in the middle of the room. Us six seveners who never made it to class seven. Bizarre. Uh, and then off to secondary school, eventually, we went, when uh, it was time, <laughs> right? You finish primary, you go off to secondary. And uh, that, was, that was certainly interesting because the, the secondary school would integrate several of the primary schools. So you'd have a whole new collection of kids all coming together. It was also interesting because you'd sort of work your way up to primary seven and you were right at the top of the the mountain or pyramid or whatever. And then boom, you go straight back to the bottom and be in the first class of the, uh, the secondary school. But uh, girls, I don't remember exactly when girls came on the radar. Um, Maybe they were always on the radar to a certain extent and there would be some gradual sort of creeping up of of interests. There would be your first No, there would there would be your friends who had girlfriends, right? They would uh, that, that that would sort of be the first experience. You'd know somebody who had a boyfriend or girlfriend and you would observe their relationships and see what they did and what they thought and how they communicated and how they hung out with each other. And uh, 
like so I, I guess you'd be observing people. I remember there, there was a woods near the school and if a guy and a girl liked each other, they would go for a little walk through the woodland path. Well, naturally, they'd stop at a certain point near near a near a tree, I suppose, and uh, I guess they did kiss or cuddle or or do their thing, um, which was the adventurous uh, element, and you know you you'd be waiting back at school for your friend to come back and you'd be like, whoa, 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 what happened? Did anything happen? How was it? Tell us, tell us. And uh, that would be a sort of the first kind of experience. Anyway, girls, girls I liked. Um, <laughs> me, me not being a fussy person. Ooh, bit of a wind blowing now. Bit of a wind. So, so me not being a fussy person, I was like, eh, whatever. I think I was a bit shy, really. I think that uh, I was probably quiet and didn't communicate to too many people about likes and dislikes and interests. Kept my head down, did the work. Followed the rules, but uh, for sure, at some point there was a there was a girl called Stephanie. Um, you know, I, I guess the first girls that you find yourself attracted to, they sort of uh, kind of have a special place in your your, your life in some way. And uh, so, what would uh, what would happen is that uh, we would be in certain classes together, and we would uh, look at each other and smile. It was a very uh, <laughs> it was a very classical sort of sort of semi kind of romantic thing, I suppose, where um you would just know you would just know that she liked she liked I would know that she liked me smile nice and I liked her and we'd have polite chats about school type things I remember this talk by Henry Rollins that I listened to once, where he talks about the kinds of conversations that uh, people have when they're in school, and uh, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing that bothers me. It's like doing this during the during the day. Is that there's probably a tendency for everyone to uh, go a little bit. There's um, just go around these people. There's a fear that everyone's going to think I'm mad if I'm walking around with a microphone talking to myself. I, I, I guess they might think that I, that I might be, but as I suggested earlier, there's, there's deeper reasons for recording all the important elements of past events to ourselves. So. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we liked each other. We spent quite a bit of time talking and chatting. And then one day, how old was I? Like 14, 15? I think this happened. I think we liked each other for like maybe for some crazy period of time, like maybe a year or something. And, and you know, what is it you, when you like a person, what is it that you like about them, right? Do you like what they like? Do you like them for for what they think? Do you like them for what they're able to do? Do you like them for their style, appearance, and 
Fashionability. Is that a word? Fashionability. Do you admire their skills and classes or in sports? What is it? I don't know. And there's something about the nature of people that you can just, once you've been around the world a couple of times, <laughs> you you can look at a person and you can see deep into who they are. You can you, you learn you learn to sense people. You there, there, there's a there's a depth to their language. There's a that there, there's a there's a wisdom in their smile. There's a there's a light in their eyes and you know you know if a person's good or bad there's very I mean yes you need to be able to collect data and understand the congruence of a person not being a hypocrite you need to see where people keep their promises and you need to understand the the objective truth around what they say um, always bugs me when someone says the truth is somewhere in the middle I don't know about that right I'm not convinced that the truth is always somewhere in the middle. What what if you've got a situation where one person is just outright lying, the other person is just outright telling the truth? I mean that's just surely in that kind of situation to believe the truth is somewhere in the middle is to is, is to miss the whole point completely. Yeah, and I know it's hard for people to uh, to think to think that way because I think the easiest way to the, the you know the easiest way to respond to everything is you know there's three truths yours mine and the truth's truth where <laughs> where it's just well the truth is just a mix of what people say well it it's not if you want to be a scientist right and look at things. You can have a theory, and that's fine. But you you can't you can't you can't run your science experiments based on well the truth is well we've got these results, but the truth is somewhere in between the results we have and the results we don't have. No, you got to work with you got to work with what you know and where you go and what you got. Now I'm going down the other end of the pier right now. I've walked around the harbour. And uh, so I've now got the sea on both sides of me, and there's this uh, long stone-walled, some concrete-layered, uh, what is it? This is like a road to the end of the harbour. It's not a road. Cars don't drive on it. It's just stones all cobbled together. It's a great piece of uh, engineering, actually. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, the, the truth. You, you, you can see the truth in a person's face, in a person's eyes, in a person's smile. You can... Uh, you, you, you get to know it. You get, you get to sense it in a person. You, you you get you get feelings about you know you I've I've said many times recently I said you you got to trust your gut your gut tells you what is going to happen your gut knows there's 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 some instinct 
in humans way beyond what we can rationally process. Call it the call it what you want, call it the God vibe or something like that where you just tune in to something else. You just tune in to something different. You're, you're, you're able to know. You're able to know which way to go. You're able to know which button to press. You're able to know you've just been in so many situations in life that you're able to just automatically within yourself piece together all the pieces of the of the grand puzzle created by the universal architect. So um so I would look at this girl, she would look at me, and we 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 knew. And I'm pretty sure I've talked about this at some point previously, but the world forgets, right? It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. What does it matter? It doesn't matter. So much doesn't matter. <laughs> and let's get the other sides. The details matter. I get it. Yeah. You got. You got to parse those moments. You got to. You got to be able to parse that moment. Understand when there are times when everything matters. And there are times when it doesn't matter at all and you got to let it go. And a lot of problems that are created in life, I'm going up these uh, steps, these long steps here. A lot of problems that are created in life are created because we think that what matters doesn't matter. And we think what doesn't matter matters. There we go, there's half the world's problems in a sentence. Ah, so, I'm right now at the end of the pier. Posted a video uh, this morning, yesterday morning, with a little walk up to the end of the pier on a really, really sunny day. It's, uh, it's quite beautiful. So, uh, anyway, you know, it's about people and experiences in life and what those experiences teach us. So, <laughs> do, do we ever learn anything? I don't know. Uh, we are human beings. We are, as a culture, a world, society, prone to the tragedy of history, which is continually cocking up the same stuff over and over again. Uh, it's uh, it registered in my brain the, the other day. I was thinking about doing like solo podcasts and uh, talking to Wolfie, talking to myself. And I, it popped into my head some of the phrases that my dad used used recently. Um, you know, it's amazing how much of your parents' vocabulary comes back around to you. It's it, it, it's it's absolutely amazing um, that the words and the phrases and the phraseology and the actions and reactions uh, they, they all get picked up and imitated by the kids and then they've got them forever I've seen I've seen the way that people look at people they get from their parents the, the way they move their hands they, they get from their parents the, the pose that they stand in their their demeanor their their, their reactions. Pick them all up. Pick them all up from observing the parents. <laughs> the parents are... Uh, meanwhile, the parents are just... 
spend most of their time scurrying around like rats on a sinking ship trying to get everything done and there's never enough time never never enough time and yet time is all we have it's all we have we don't get we don't get any extra time we just get the time that we have and people are going to try to people are going to try to want to take that away from you wherever you are wherever you are when you're listening to this think about that people are going to try and take your take your take your time away from you and that, that's that's the worst thing that's possible um, they can uh, steal your money steal your car steal your house steal your friends steal your business fair enough <laughs> right love and war but when people steal your time you know that 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 shit you don't get back right it's it's very precious and very limited that's why you have to enjoy every single moment and yet still prepare for what is coming can't live too much in the past can't live only in the present we do live only in the present but what I'm saying is you can't live without a plan of some, some kind you know you've got to know how you're going to pay the bills you've got to know um, you know what you what you're going to eat you got to you got to have a food plan you got to uh, have a plan to keep things tidy and organized and we all get a bit behind on ourselves sometimes there's some big uh, some big air defense security aircraft just just taking off overhead um, I'm happy that this country has some kind of air defense and uh, yet I wonder what we are defending ourselves from probably our ourselves in the long term probably ourselves I often have a thought about these boats when I walk around the harbor that uh, that there's a lot of them and they don't seem to spend much time in the water most of the boats just seem to sit at the side of the quay on the harbour all the time they seem to sit there they seem to spend very little time in the water what is the uh, what is the point of that you want to tell me that what is the point of having a boat and not sailing it maybe that's the point <laughs> maybe not sailing it's the point but I don't know because I don't have a boat and I wouldn't know what to do with one if I had one except put it in the water somewhere it's the only thing I do know staring out across the uh, I'll be the Murray Firth in the North Sea once again snow-capped peaks and hills and mountains across there they're uh, looking uh, beautiful and a little bit of afternoon sun that's on that side of the country there's no sun here I haven't seen the sun all day it's just been gray grays and blues drifting overhead so uh, so somehow I got onto that topic from uh, from girls yeah so this girl she uh, what, what, to, to make a long story short which I've never ever done um, like Will, Will would say dad you talk you, you you talk a lot dad is this gonna go on are you gonna, are you gonna keep talking that <laughs> dad, dad have you finished yet uh, thanks Will I, I appreciate that um 
So, well, yeah, she, she, she came up to me, said, wanna know a mystery. No. She came and sat there. We, we traveled on the same bus to school and back. That's what it was. And uh, another chance to smile at each other and walk past each other. And I want to go back to, uh, yeah, let's take this. I'll, I'll talk about that, but I want to talk about what is it that we that we like in, in other people. I guess the, the word that you use when you're a teenager, the word that you use when you're young is, is, is to fancy somebody. Uh, fancy, of course, has several different meanings, but uh, uh, I guess fancy like, feel, feel, feel attracted to. What, what is it that you like? There was something nice in the, whoa, what is that noise? There's crazy noises from the uh, from the industrial site on the other side of the road here. Uh, what was I talking about? Fancying. Yeah. What is? There was something in the air about you. You know what I was talking about earlier, where, where you know when a person's a good person, like they're not holding any jealousy or fear or hate or or resentment they're 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 just nice there's congruence in what they say they do what they say they're gonna do they're 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 helpful they're, there's whoa. what's happened to those people <laughs> no, no, no. Do they change? Do they grow up? Do they become adults and just do they become adults and just lose the plot? Yeah. Do they become adults and just lose the plot? They they get caught up in adult thoughts and adult things and they uh, they forget what it was like to be to be young, to be untainted, to be to, to, to be untouched by, I would guess, too much too much negativity or or dis I don't want to, I want to say despair, uh, stress. Stress would be the word. Stress would be the word. You know that it's the more, when, when when people have to a lot of people a lot of people are not ready to leave home that's for sure when they have to go and fend for themselves out in the world uh, a lot of people a lot of people are when the parents have done their jobs the kids are a lot of people who are not ready to do that so the the plainness, the niceness. I've always found that beautiful in people. The, the, the beauty is found not in the trying to be beautiful, but in the just trying to be yourself, right? In, on one side, not putting in zero effort or no effort and on the other side not trying too hard like over trying like trying to force things to happen or make things happen that uh, that maybe shouldn't square peg through the round hole example so uh there was firstly her hair was this orangey red which was was, was different from, from, from anything else. It was it was like it was on fire. And uh it was quite long down her back. 
Uh, I always thought that long hair looked better on girls than short hair. In general, in general, I've <laughs> I've seen examples where it goes the other way. <laughs> so uh, at that time, anyway, that's that's what I liked. She wasn't a super fit kind of person, but she didn't she didn't look overweight or unfit, I suppose. I mean, most teenagers are pretty active. Uh, well, at least they were. Can I speak for everybody now? Got our epidemics of sedentary lifestyles and certain kinds of lethargy. Well, we've had it too easy. When everything is put on the plate in front of you, you need to get up and walk away. When everything you ever wanted is handed to you and no one's asking any questions, you need to... The first thing you need to do is say thank you. The second thing you need to do is say, I'm going to think about this. You need to uh, think carefully. You need to contemplate about your responses in that kind of situation. So... Uh, Uh, so there was this woman who just walked past me there, and uh, I looked up, and she looked down the moment I looked up, and uh, it, it was as if she was caught out for a second, so she was a bit scared to, to, to look at me. And what popped into my head was, Still wondering why more people don't do podcasts. Podcasts are becoming more popular in this part of the world now, especially since I kicked everybody's ass last year and shook them up a bit. And especially as people need more, uh, people have more digital interactions now. But people are still scared to say what they think. They're still scared to say how they feel. They they, they really feel that. Everything is going to be, I think, this is, a, this is a thought, I think they feel that everything's going to be used against them in some way. I can't imagine quite how that, that would manifest itself, but uh, there's still an idea in, in society and the world that if you, if you keep your head down, don't look too much to the left. Don't look too much to the right. Everything's going to be okay. I'm not convinced that's the best way. I think we need to walk with our chin up and our, our chin up and our head out, and we need all to be looking after one another. There's a it's a bit of a main road here. You probably hear all the cars in the background. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go a different way. I'm gonna double back on myself a little bit and cross over the road here. Go up this little hill. Uh, anyway, back to a description of this. This girl. What else do I remember? A certain like there's, there's a countenance around people that I've seen. A way that people walk and talk and carry themselves is a mixture of innocence and carefree. Yes, and uh, it's just nice. It's something that I haven't. Ex I've experienced it in religious people. I've experienced in in that the classical conservative woman who doesn't overemphasize 
things. Doesn't dress too wild. Doesn't shout too loud. Doesn't point at herself. She has a certain level of of what is uh, it's not being self-satisfied. It's it's being comfortable with with who she is and not trying to be a plus one, which is just trying to draw and drag attention from people. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I just, when I did this, when I walked up here the other night, I was, it was, it was evening and there was no cars on the main road. Now, I've just shot up a side street to try and get away from the vehicles. There's a, there's a coal lorry, a coal lorry delivering coal, sacks of coal. There's a traditional industry, an amazing traditional industry. Sacks of coal. Wow. Uh, keep the home fires burning. Uh, did nothing, no warmth. Like a real fire. Absolutely no warmth like a real fire. Keep your electric fires and your gas fires. It's no warmth like a real fire. And the smell of the coal and the wood and everything together on it. There's nothing quite like it. Um, <laughs> it's... Uh, it's definitely all very wild. Um, so the, the wild, the wildness of the fire, the sparks. Oh my gosh! Something landed on the carpet. Oh my gosh! Uh, parents used to have those real fires. Now they've got the gas fires in their big old house. It doesn't heat it the same way. It's definitely not as warm in there as it used to be. <sighs> yeah, real fires. So, uh, she, she had hair like fire. Slightly freckled face. It was just, just nice, you know. Just nice she was, and you know, you know, people want for too much. They have high expectations of yourself, not of others. I cannot emphasize that enough. Have high expectations of yourself, not of others. Expect too much of others, you will be inevitably disappointed. Um, the only person you need to have expectation of is yourself. We can even have too high expectations for ourselves as well. As long as we don't crucify ourselves for that, I think it's a, I think it's all right, really. <laughs> the uh, the uh, sounds of the day. I don't know what the, don't know what that noise is. Whether it's a drill or a chainsaw or a motorbike, I can't really decide. So um. That was a girl, and she uh, she sat down next to me on the bus. She came and sat next to me on the bus, the school bus. And uh, she said, you want to go out with me? I was like, 
I'm pretty sure I've told this story before. I was like, 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 like the cat got my tongue. Not just the cat. The cat got my tongue. The dog got my tongue. The neighbor's camel got my tongue. I was pretty. I was pretty tongue-tied, right? And uh, mental note to self. Mental note to self. I'm not gonna. Mental mental note to the world. You know when you come across. I just popped into my head right now. You know when you come across something a number of times and you don't pay attention the first couple of times to it, but. Like when it appears again, you're like, hmm, this has happened more than once. There's a number of times recently that uh, that the Sun Tzu book, The Art of War, has appeared in the context of things that I've been doing. And Something in the back of my head tells me I need to go back and read parts of that again. I read parts of it before, and uh, I had a copy in my office. It was one of those essential books to have on the shelf. Sun Tzu, The Art of War. Uh, where, where strategy matters and I think why it popped in my head was uh, was the principle and concept of buying time so so for example when I when I said uh, uh, I'll think about it which was kind of a panicked answer it's not the wrong thing to say completely the wrong thing to say what you say is Yes, of course. Of course, I'll go out with you. No, <laughs> there we go. But uh, I was like, no, no, I wasn't ready, was I? I wasn't prepared, was I? I just wasn't. wasn't ready. wasn't prepared. So. Uh, um. Couple of times in my life, I've uh, not been ready, not been prepared. But Sun Tzu, the, the Art of War, it's uh, on the essential reading list again. Uh, it's 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 about fade, fading into the background is an important part. Of the art, the art of war, and I'm really, really. I, I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not going to make this a political thing. Uh, it's, it's personal enough as it is, uh, but that's a lot of what's going on right now. There's a lot of people pulling strings in the uh, in the shadows. There's a lot of shadow puppetry going on, isn't there, Wolfie? A lot of people jumping up and down, asking for attention, saying, look at me, look at me, I'm important, look at what I'm doing. Yep, but you're not doing anything good, are you? You're not doing anything right, you're not doing anything moral, you're not doing anything ethical, are you? Up on top of the hill now, not sure how much the, the mic is picking up the wind. Uh, it's not too windy, just your averagely windy for around here. Sun is this. There's there's a bit of blue sky in front of me, but sun's that's uh, somewhere up north. But looking back to where the sun's setting, can't see anything. Wisps of clouds low over distant hills. Looks to be a little bit of snow there, as well. So, uh, so I bought myself some time. Of course, 
Of course, of course. Didn't didn't take me long to realize how stupid I was to be buying time when I could have been enjoying my time. So, uh, I like it. I like it when people walk past each other in the street like there. I, I like it when people walk past each other in the street and they go, hi. Even when they don't know each other, they go, hi. I like that. I like that civility. I like that politeness. There's surfers in the distance, in the sea. That These are the worst waves for surfing in human history. They just, they, they, they rise and crash. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing to, nothing to rest on as they're, uh, is there? In, it's kind of in between. You want you want the wave to kind of roll, so that you can roll with it. Hey, look! It's the coal man again. <laughs> it's a small town. It's all busy all of a sudden. <laughs> all very busy. So, uh, uh, I uh, I returned to this girl. Next day or the day after that, I, I I can't remember exactly. I don't remember where I told. I think I told her on the bus. I said, "Do you remember that that question?" She's like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes, on both sides. Yeah, win-win, win-win, and. Suddenly the world changed. I don't know if it stopped or it sped up. It just it just changed. Things were different. I was different. Acts and actions were different. Meanings were different. Friendships were a bit different as well because now suddenly there was a there was a new uh, a new what a new relationship at play. There was there was the communication between people was different. You know, did you you had less time for your friends because you wanted to you wanted to be with her naturally. Wanted to be with her when, whenever it was possible. I don't think we got to the point of getting together outside of the school system because she lived in one place and I lived in another, and it seemed pretty complicated to try to get together because it was all sort of rural communities. We we. The most practical thing was to spend time together when we were when we were at school, which would be a break time or lunch time or something like that, where you would you'd catch up with somebody. You'd you'd walk the halls <laughs> together, searching for a little bit of peace and space, and. And you'd, you'd you'd enjoy it. You'd love it. You'd love every moment. You would you'd embrace all those new sensations, those new feelings. Your eyes would be opened to a different kind of wonder. And I guess that's how I wish all human relationships could be. Some kind of, some kind of wonder. It's the bells. <laughs> it's the bells, Wolfie. For whom the bell tolls, time marches on. Right. So, so I wish they could all be like that. I wish all the relationships could be that way. Giving. And and that there, there there being that joy that comes from them. And the last few years has been 
too much stress that I've seen in the human relationships around me. And uh, maybe it's the world. They call it they call it the quickening, right? The quickening. Everything just seems to get faster and faster and faster. And now suddenly, I'm back where I started. <laughs> it's a parable of life, isn't it? <laughs> we uh, we always end up back where we started. <laughs> that is uh, apparently unavoidable. Well, that's it, I suppose. Thank you for tuning into this walk with uh, with Wolfie. I uh, I appreciate it. Only if you listen for ten seconds, I appreciate it. I really do. Time matters. The time we give to people, the time we give to things, it all matters. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, have yourself a great day. Thank you.